I'm your host Matthew Lepore, and I'm on with I'm wow words. We're starting this off. Right I know. Right. On with one of my good friends, Jimmy Vetchheim, and Howdy. he's on here twice before. Two <laughs> technical difficulties and a couple scheduling mishaps. However, we are back. Mm. We are in action. And Mr. Jimmy Vetchheim, how are you doing today, buddy? Doing great, doing great, man. It's been a great morning, honestly. Great morning, <laughs> great and very productive, honestly. Very productive. I was doing a lot more. Um, upkeep on all of my disorganization that is my schoolwork <laughs> like um at the end of every semester you like um you, you know how you see certain students where in the beginning of the semester they're super organized they're super you know just everything is itemized everything and next thing you know they just like snap to the uh the the end of the semester and they're like in a hoodie and they're just like no like everything's yep. all in all disarray and that was pretty much my bedroom um there was uh worksheets and uh powerpoint slides and just non-stop work all over my bedroom there was even a whole packet that uh practice one of my practice tests that i used um that i just that you just randomly found underneath my bed like yeah, it just I have it just gets there. Like yeah, I don't know how it gets yep. there. It just it just does. It is it is interesting because that is kind of how it is. Beginning of the year, you know, you have all your folders, you have everything on like like, like I usually use my Mac for a lot of the stuff. So yeah. I'll have my history, my my teaching, all my background checks, everything like that, all organized as, as the powerpoints come out, mm. as everything's rolling. I have all this shit all over my desktop, all my backpack, all over my room, all over my desk, and I go. It's now that time of the semester. And then you roll into the end of the year. And then it's like, all right, I will clean this all up around yeah. Christmas time when breaks around. Break comes, I don't fucking clean it. Yeah. Because <laughs> now with the podcast, too, yeah. it's like I had to be really careful with where I was putting things because I couldn't find my one PowerPoint because it was in mm. the, um, it was in a stuttering and silence, the other podcast. It was in that folder. Uh, I don't know how it got there, but I think I like, there was a bunch of videos that was, I clipped. It just like auto saved there. I was like, Fuck. <laughs> But yeah. trust me, I get it. So, you are pre-med. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I I wouldn't say I'm pre-med anymore. I decided to stray like to stray away from the pre-med, uh, program. Uh, and that that, that had a, I have a few reasons for that, and it's just because when you go into the pre-med program, like you know, uh, obviously you're going to intend to go to medical school eventually, but there are multiple different ways to go to medical school. I mean. Quite literally, you can you can major as an English major in your bachelor's and still go to medical school for graduates. Yeah, that's so, how I know like um, law school is too. Yeah, yeah, like, you know, it's just like uh, when you go to graduate school, you could just you could go any any direction really that yeah. you would like, uh, except for the fact that you need to go back and do some more like preliminary stuff, like your basic gen chems and organic chemistries, your uh, biologies, um, ecology and zoology, yeah. uh, you know, um, and all that. So, you know, you have to get, like, your core sciences down, but you could still do it. It's uh, Dude, pretty that great. organic chemistry. <laughs> so, Jason, my little brother, mm -hmm. we talked about before. Yeah. Got an A- minus in that class. Yeah. Took his entire life from mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. his entire life. Like, honestly, kudos to him. I know, Jason, you listened to this, so seriously, good job. I'm really proud of you. Um, but good job, man. I, I, I get a glimpse of, you, like, what you've already done in mm -hmm. all your guys' life. And I just, I don't know if I could do that. It's hard work. It is hard work. Uh, every step of the way is hard work. Um, and, and, and 
it's in like a different kind of hard work than you would think. Uh, c- certain subjects require different types of yes, learning. I guess I'm going to put a cough drop in my mouth, so I'm sorry. No, Good. that's fine. You know, it's better Ricola. than... I mean, oh my God, I love Ricolas. Um, no, nah, I'm okay. Um, there is uh, my grandfather. He, uh, my Opie, uh, he, uh, he loves Ricolas. He always had them in his pockets. He's always had them anywhere he goes. He just had like a whole... F- like pocket full of them and i would like chief them as a kid <laughs> like every single time i don't blame you well see i only really ever had them because my dad always liked them but you know when you see the commercials mm-hmm. Ricola, it's like ah mm-hmm. yeah yeah it, yep sorry did, did, didn't mean to get off track there <laughs> no, but, it's okay um i love ricolas yes also swiss swiss culture shout out to switzerland love yeah love i was actually just there like two days ago Swear really god no oh my god yeah i was actually how was zurich did you go to Zermont? I, I really wasn't there, Jimmy. Mm. Yeah, no, no, I was just joking. Why not? Oh, well, I had a meeting with the Prime Minister of Quebec, and the meeting got rescheduled six times because I'm just so popular. I know? believe these are podcasts that are about to come out. He just had to <laughs> these are about to come out. These are going to be some um, serious droppers. But no, so with, with your schooling, like you guys, mm-hmm. like there's plenty of times where all of us were going to go out. Yeah. You couldn't because you had like, work to get done. And it's yeah. wild because like, those sacrifices, see... Someone who's an ed major, going for master's programs, it's like, for me, not that it's not hard, mm. but being best friends, best friends with you, mm. seeing Shirley, and now my, my little brother, Jason, mm. everyone's killing it. I now get a glimpse of how easy my life is. <laughs> and and it's, it's it's kudos to you. I don't mean to like guess you guys up, but mm. I see how hard you guys work. Mm. Yeah. And I get to see... Just a glimpse of what you guys go through, and it's like, yeah, three in the morning. We're all playing Call of Duty, and I walk out there to get water, and there's Jason sitting at the table doing work. Yeah, taking pre workout just to stay up. Yeah, like uh, it, there's a reason for that, um, and it's because in certain subjects, for the most perfect example, chemistry. In chemistry, if it you, oh man, how do I even explain this? Every single chapter that you go through um, has relative information from the chapter you learned before. So if, say, you're messing up certain questions, you're not understanding certain um, certain equations, yeah. or really just any, any applicable uh, uh, subject in chemistry, you'll have to go back just to understand where you're going wrong yeah. and then it'll make more sense. So you have to put in that extra work um, to go back and actually sure, understand sure. it. And, that, and that's really where a lot of people don't really enjoy what we do uh, because it's it it harps on perfectionism. Yeah. It really harps on perfectionism. It really harps on um, certain kind, like a, a kind of learning where it's like you have to hammer it away every single day and I have a um, I have a, a six by four like six feet long by four feet wide whiteboard in my kitchen like you that oh you've seen no before. I, yeah like I like swell of our names sign on the wall yeah but, yeah 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 and and I know that like you know at certain parties uh, like when people were to come over and stuff like that they would take a look at um they just like come in and they just see like an entire whiteboard full of a, a, yeah. a gigantic equation and they're like holy crap how many questions was that I'm like one 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 just yeah. one and then they just like melt at that and every single beat bit beat every single bit of that equation has its own 
has its own like you know like passage or reading or like something that like that, yeah. that makes sense so if you don't understand one specific thing basically you're kind of you're fucked. you're fucked like you know it's it, it's hard you have to know everything in order to move on to do more new things wow that's it's just wild because like i say again kudos to you guys because i know a lot of that stuff i know for a fact like i i would say i'm a pretty smart dude when it comes to like a lot of stuff no you're no yeah well thank you but yeah it's just wild because i look at that like like okay i had i had to do a powerpoint presentation on a cluster of a, of a of a class group of a of a classroom with kids who don't speak English naturally. The 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 class was teaching English language learners, right? Mm. Now, I got the whole thing done in like an hour. It wasn't hard. That's fair. And then mm. I verbalized things that made it easier for the PowerPoint presentation to come about. Yeah. Jason spent two hours working on one question with my father, who's a biochemist. And let me tell you, when I went, I got. Hang on, guys. I'm laughing because I, I know exactly what that feeling. Yeah, so I like, know exactly what that so feels like. So I am like. doing like, all this oh. typey, 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 school, bop, 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 canvas, open, boom, boom, boom. And I walk yeah. out there, ah, I'm just happy little Matt. I say little very, uh, <laughs> but. Um, little, <laughs> question mark. <laughs> What's so like, funny because Jason and Ryan are like, Jason's like a buck 80, Ryan's like a buck 50. Yeah, and they're freaking tanks just like you. Jacked. <laughs> yeah, they they're tanks. And everything and then they're like, <laughs> But all joking aside, I do feel like a douchebag sometimes because I no I like it sounds so dumb because like my and like same thing with the, with like Ben him in the army with RTC yeah I can go out on that Tuesday do whatever I want and know that I can still ball out mm-hmm. and work you guys can't always ball out no yeah. no uh, last semester was probably one of my more difficult semesters just simply organizationally speaking because those uh so for the last three years the last three years of my life i have been doing nothing but every single day was something yeah you wake up in the morning you have to wake up every morning you have to go either to work or to school you have to get to class like you can't miss anything or else something that you need to have happen won't happen and then you're you're behind Um, so this past semester I did, uh, school Monday through Friday and I did work Saturday, Sunday. Mm -hmm. Don't ever do that unless you have to, I'm telling everybody who's ever watching this, do not do that unless you have to, um, that kind of pace where every morning you have to wake up every morning you have to go do something every morning you have to go to work every like you know your friends are going to want to hang out with you you're going to want to go out and have a social life you're going to want to do that and yeah. i'm a very social yeah, yeah. guy I would agree. i'm insanely social ridiculously comfortable around people so really? like I yeah I, I know right <laughs> you, just, you know social butterfly over here it's just it you really have to understand that you need your time for you. Yeah. You need you time. You need yeah. days off. You need, most especially, a day, even if it's just one day, where you can sleep in. The first day I came out of this semester that I could actually sleep in, I slept a total of 16 hours straight. That was deathly. And now I'm actually kind of like through the woods now, which is great. Yeah. So now I like you know have been able to organize my work schedule and my school schedule yeah. within five days now obviously in the ho- like i work in a hospital i work in emergency and i and you're where now 
I'm right now. Um, I'm at Penn Medicine. Right. Okay. I work uh, at Penn Medicine right now, but the uh, I work in specifically uh, a progressive care unit. I also float down to ICU and the emergency department you, I, what, as well. well I, I know you see me. Yeah, you know, you know, just, I'm just sorry. like you know, I, I see you very well. I, I see you very well in that sexy shirt of yours. Oh, thanks, man. One of, one of my favorite memes with like the ICU. It's like, uh, it's like uh, John Cena. He's he's like, where am I? In the ICU. No, you can't. And he's just doing like. <laughs> <laughs> but so, see, in real life, that would be like you know, where are you? The ICU. No, I'm not. Like and you're just like y- yeah y- you're in the ICU <laughs> like it's, I'm sorry but <laughs> if you're there you something and, has some it, bad happen. yeah and, and like you know if you're sitting with like you know uh, if you're on a one to one with a patient I can't tell you how many times I've been with a patient and they're like I'm where I'm like you're in the hospital and they're like no <laughs> they just they go yeah no. you know, you see that thing on your arm you see that thing on your arm yeah. yeah no you're in the hospital buddy yeah and that's why you're two point restrained so so in regards like I know like HIPAA, HIPAA is a thing. What are some kind of crazy things you've seen at Penn mm. that makes you go, fuck? That makes me go, fuck? Fuck. Fuck. Um, that's... <laughs> I, I Like, you know, when, when you put it that broadly, like, there's a, a lot, like, a wide range of things because of um, certain situations or scenarios that could just occur. Or, you know... You get a, a a very very disturbing family member, you know what I mean, like that, or like you know a family member or significant other who quite literally just the second that patient's door closes, just like just does scroll. that happen a lot? Oh yeah, oh yeah, dude, terrible marriages are everywhere. Just just like like we we as healthcare providers we have uh I wouldn't say like a habit. But like, you know, it, it just kind of comes to us We're being in healthcare, you're trusted. You are trusted mm-hmm. with very private yeah. information. You're very trusted with very, you know, very, very involved information um, about personally one individual. Yeah. And that yeah. and, and I'm not going to lie that that information can get really now, deep. Are you deep, guys deep. mandated reporters? Yes. Yes. OK, because I know I am. So like. If I ever see something, I have to say something. Like legally, yeah. I am bound by the state to. Yeah. If I see a kid get hit by his dad, even in a Walmart, mm-hmm. yeah. I have to like do something about it. Right? Oh yeah. Just, I mean, just the other day, I was um, I was with my girlfriend in uh, Philadelphia, and we went to uh, we went to the Van Gogh uh, experience, which was awesome. By the way, I, I I'm pretty sure it's over now, but like it was super cool. I mean, some like you know, I know that there's some like you know debate about like you know if it was really worth it or not but honestly i fully think it was worth it um but um um thank you and see how like i just carried that one little bit from the last time we did that Mm -hmm. i will burp through my words um just out of habit i've i've done that i just do that i'm sorry that is one thing i'm prepping for for this next podcast i'm planning uh it's a big one Mm. i talked to you about the other day yeah yeah I'm gonna have to. We're gonna figure that out because it'll be a lot of burping. Yeah, dude, it, it, there will be a lot of burping and drunken messiness. Yeah. I, I yeah, but uh, wait. Um, but yeah. So uh, back to like the original question, like the the kind of things that make me go like, oh fuck, uh, is kind of just more or less like the uh, insane emergency situations that um 
quite frankly, just pop out of nowhere, mm. just out of nowhere. Like, you know, you'll have situations where surgeons will get a consult and they're just like, huh, well, you know what? We're doing it here. Uh, and, and like, you know, I'm not going to lie. Those are the moments that I, I thrive for. I straight up thrive for, um, you know, I, by <laughs> the surgeons that I work with, uh, at the hospital, I'm known as, and I quote that, that tall guy that loves to watch. <laughs> Because like they're like it, what they're straight up doing a full scale chest operation, you know, and I'm not gonna just not watch that. Like that's my career. That's what yeah. I want to do. I want to be a surgeon one day. Like you know, I, yeah, I really, yeah. really, really want to be a surgeon one day. And 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 you know, I uh, and I know I'm gonna get there. Uh, you know, slowly but surely because of like you know real life situations. You're also really fucking smart. So yeah, I try. Yeah, I try. Thanks for yeah. the gas up. By well, the way. No, I'm just being. Honest. <laughs> I'm not trying to gas you, you up. Like. You are a really smart individual. So. I, I I feel like information is kind of just something that, you know, it's just, I, I feel like a lot of it's just kind of like stuff that's really good to know, you know, uh, just really good to know. And in healthcare, you need to know a lot of everything, really, from technological uh, glitches in, in equipment to, like, obviously, if it's a broken piece of equipment, like, you know, you, you would red tag that thing and, you know, then, you know, engineering would come down. But like, you know, in the moment, if things are broken and you know how to fix it, fix it. Like, you know, um, they're constantly, I'm fixing like some of the doors that are, we have there. Cause like, you know, like, the, the latch systems like really, really tweaky. And sometimes like, you know, it just gets loose. So I go in there and rip the door apart just to put it back together again. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like, you know, uh, with some of the monitors, like, you know, well, if there's a, chem- that's if, really good. yeah, if there's like a technological issue with mo- with uh, wireless monitors, I can reset them. I, I know how to reset them. I know how to repair them. I know yeah. how to like, you know, everything with that, you know, you have a, you have a very universal array of, you know, do it energy and and i i really love that about that's about good. my job it's really good yeah it, it's it's complicated but you know um it but i guess like you know my most oh fuck situation was certainly when um it was a long time ago it was a little while ago but um it was a code it was a code blue uh full cardiac arrest and this so code blue is cardiac arrest yes code blue is um basically imminent threat uh like imminent death if so you I'm, don't I'm do just anything. saying it for me because I'm, I'm I'm an idiot. So. No, no, no. I, I I'll, I'll put it in like basic terms for Perfect. sure. Thank you. I'll put it in basic, basic Thank terms. You. They're probably a lot smarter than I am. I'm just saying like I just doubtful, know I'm man. Bad. Doubtful. I mean, hey, you're gonna be teaching the new generations one day. You know what I mean? Hey, and, and furthermore, you're teaching everybody every day about with your new podcasts. Like Aww. you know the influences that you are making. We got some. We got some listeners now. So yeah, we're, hey, we're dude, good. Some listeners, you got plenty. You got plenty. Oh, I'm just getting gassed up today. Thanks, dude. Yeah, but um, Cute. but yeah. So, so go ahead. You're saying code blue. Uh, so yeah. Uh, it was it was a code blue. Um, now normally, I normally code blues, you know, in in very very serious situations, they don't last very long. Really, they don't last very long. We're either able to get a pulse and get them moving, uh, or the other way around, where things are you know fall fall flat, and you know what we know that. You know, we can't recover. This person, this individual, kept going. Uh, so, like, uh, it was a, it was out of the blue, completely random. Uh, just, enough, it's called a cold blue. Yeah. yeah, just completely and totally yeah. randomized situation. We No one saw it coming, not even the nurse. No one saw it coming. And we had to break some stuff. Sorry, right? sorry we're in the keep middle. talking. Yeah. Anyway, um, like it just no one saw it coming, and I was passing the room, and you know I'm like watching the monitor like while I'm passing the room, and all of a sudden just just 
fucking flats and just dude went into immediate ventricular fibrillation which is a very dangerous heart rhythm um it's very hard to get out of i knew that one i knew that one i knew that one um you know i'm not gonna go into like you know the full science of it but um he went into uh this patient went into like a ventricular fibrillation and then for the next consecutive like i was there from the very very beginning to the very end we got him he was just sitting in a chair the patient was sitting in a chair just hanging out and all of a sudden just starts spacing out and we see the monitor and everything's like flying off we throw him throw the guy onto the bed and for the next 45 minutes 45 whole minutes was hands-on over 25 to 30 different uh, medical personnel. Uh, it was me, my my uh, coworkers. We were, you know, running in and out. You know, just you know, doing uh, CPR. Um, and usually, you know, we lose consciousness after a certain level of uh, after a certain amount of time. You would lose consciousness. Once we started CPR again, wiggle your toes, blink twice, squeeze my hand. Everything happened he was there the entire time he didn't want to go you know it just it you have those situations of just oh my god because like there was also a few times like we we defibbed him we, you know we got the defibrillators out we got him moving and you know we at one point in time we were able to like you know hold a a decent rhythm for a short period of time and, and then he would just slip right back into it again it, it just it was Probably one of the most nut situations I have ever been involved in. You're getting ever. nervous saying all this. That's wild. It, it just, just because we couldn't stabilize the patient fast, we just couldn't stabilize the patient. But what was really spooky about the whole situation was that the patient was completely cognizant throughout the entire code. Jeez. And then, and then the the door the doors are wide open and the patient's family is there Mm-mm. yeah like the patient's family shows up like quite literally 20 minutes maybe into this and you know the uh, and then you know the significant other of the patient comes in i miss you i love you i don't want you to go please stay like i'm not gonna lie that was the one and only one of the one and only moments that i actually was like holy crap what is this? This is ridiculous. Like, I'm like, I'm like getting emotional. Like yeah. this is ridiculous. But you know, in, in what we know is that auditory is your last sense that remains, you know, um, there really? is, yes. Uh, you know, um, you know about the guy that was, um, he was in a coma for like a decade, a decade and a half. And you know, story. all of a sudden there, so there was a man, um, I forget where, but there was a man who was, he, he wrote a book he, I forget the name, but um, he was in a, a in a coma for 10 years, 10, 15 years. He was in a complete and total coma state and he was essentially, like he couldn't move. He had locked in syndrome where basically you're there. We don't know that you're actually there because you physically can't communicate in any way, shape or form, not even blinking, nothing. You have no, it's completely, you are locked in your brain. And you can see, you can hear, you can everything, you can feel, but you physically can't do anything about it. Um, and he was forced to stay in in one room, and he watched Barney 
that entire time. Poor guy, man. Put on some like Yeah. Until he finally was able to like move his eyes and then a nurse like noticed that and there was like, Oh my god, you know, he's actually there. You know, and, and like that was a that was a that was a crazy story. Highly so, recommend. Very good read. Very good read. Look so, so how do you feel about the whole Hamlin situation? Hamlin that just happened with um, oh oh the Bills the Bills and the uh, the uh, Bengals. Very unfortunate. Yeah. Very unfortunate. I actually, <laughs> I I was I immediately when I saw when I heard about it I like I got notified notified that I even that it happened within the thirty minutes that it, yeah the first thirty minutes. Um, hilariously, my girlfriend told me about it. Wow. Like, well, I, like, well, I watched it. It it was truly an unfortunate circumstance. It, like just it was a direct. It was a legal hit. It was a legal direct hit to the chest. He went down. He stood up. And when I saw him fall, the, the uh, my first initial thought was aneurysm. Mm. My first initial thought was either aneurysm or cardiac arrest. Yeah. But like you know, um. In an aneurysm, I would say maybe I don't think he would have gotten up that fast. Yeah. But then again, like you know, that's just like you know my first initial thought. But the more I looked at it, the more I realized that he just—it was just a full stop cardiac arrest. Well, that's what. Um, well, when I watched it, like I saw this, right? Mm. I watched him get hit. Looked no different than any other thing. He mm. gets up, right? Yeah, he gets and then up. he knocks over, just falls over. Mm-hmm. And as it was kind of going, I'm like, what the fuck? And then um, people were talking about it. And I'm going to totally butcher this, and I'll put this up because I'm probably wrong. It was like Kamana's uh, Cordosis, whatever it was. It was some kind of – it happens in, like, young men around his age, too. Um, oh. Blunt, I, blunt force trauma. It was about that the, guy on YouTube that, um, that he was, like, wearing, like, a white shirt, and he was explaining it. Um, maybe. I didn't – I saw mm-hmm. this like I covered it on Facebook and a lot on Twitter. Yeah, and I looked it up, did some research for myself, and I and I'll, and I'll put it up because I'm probably butchering it. Um, but it was wild because when that happened, mm. right? You watch it happen. Everything kind of like culminated, and he gets hit. You never would a million. Like, I've seen like like Troy Palomalu, um, Aaron Donald, mm. uh. Um, Michael Vick in certain regards, they've laid some nasty, nasty hits on oh, people, yeah. and those guys get up. They go, "Oh, maybe they're out for like a player two, just like regain, like you know, yeah, that they just got nailed." And then they're they're playing, no big mm-hmm. deal. But and you know what's interesting about that? Mm. That field, the Bengals field. Yeah, you had the Tua, you had the uh, uh, Shamir, you had uh, Hamlin, and there's one more. I, I can't remember the gentleman's name, Steelers player. All of those, those career-ending, career-altering situations, all happen on that field. Like, remember the two? Yo, that field's haunted. Remember that two situation? That field is absolutely haunted. Yeah, I, I do, rem- I do well, vaguely remember. I don't follow football very so, often because I'm too so basically busy. What happened was is Tua, the Dolphins quarterback, too much, um, gets hit, and he got hit so hard mm. that he literally was just sitting on the ground. Like like this, his fingers were curled up on his head. Yeah. I'll, I'll put the picture up for you guys, and it was wild because you're starting to see like actual brain damage, actual yeah. actual body. Um, I'm, I'm I'm searching for the word, but body harm, just just trauma, n- trauma, perfect trauma, and it's wild because it can happen at any time. 
It can, but like what happened? What happened to Hamlin? Um, I'm pronouncing that right, right? Yes. Yeah. So like, what happened to Hamlin was a very rare phenomenon. That was very rare in athletic medicine, where a young individual, very like fit, like, dude, dude's a tank, and he's he's our age. And yeah, and, and all of a sudden, it's kind of like uh, a perfect place, like you know, just. Wrong place, wrong time, wrong hit. Like everything, just the sun, the moon, the stars came together, and lightning strikes. It, it, like you know, it, it was a career-ending yeah. hit. Um, and it just—you just can't. I mean, I don't know if there maybe was a developing uh, cardiovascular issue, underlying issues. Yeah, yeah, just like something that just was there, Come and they were like, you know, like uh, he might be okay, he might not be. Yeah. You know, he may have had a. Um, the, there also may have very well have been like. Maybe a uh, neurological uh, issue yeah. where maybe he just didn't have uh, a good enough. I, I don't know. I, maybe I'm not even sure. I mean, I don't. I don't want to pin on anything to yeah. be honest, because that 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 is such a rare thing to happen, especially in a sport where everyone's padded. You know, I, I, there was a just recently there was um that issue where a player had a um had a serious concussion and he was allowed to go back onto the field or something like that. That was a, that was, that was Tua. Yeah, yeah, okay, Tua. So yeah. so he got hit really bad. Yeah, I don't And he was wobbling around, had the whole issue. Don't and understand that. it was it's kind of like a joke and like a meme by like the the Dolphins um uh not coaching staff, their medical staff. Mm. He got hit so hard he had that whole problem that they sent him back out there within the next game. So that was that was the Tua situation. He played the following game and everyone was like, oh, great, dude. I just broke my leg, got into like four accidents on my way here. But the Dolphins' uh, uh, medical staff let me back in. And now, obviously, I'm being a douchebag. Yeah. But it's it's funny because – well, not funny. I shouldn't say funny. It's ironic because you're, you're looking – and I don't know if I'm going totally off topic here, but you're going into a really physical game. Yeah. Where these men are told, give them hell, you know? And then freaking throw your they, they freaking kamikaze themselves at each other every single play. Like, have you seen some of those plays where like literally they they just jump at each other full send full speed and it's just like yep. yeah. dude like you totally broke your collarbone at yeah. least twice and it's wild because it's like <laughs> you have this massive conglomerate billions of dollars yeah arguably the, one of the biggest oh excuse me no I'm burping um. Go. One of the biggest situations where you have this multi-billion-dollar organization, and you have these players, who they're making money off the fact that you're playing. Yep. And you're the franchise quarterback. Mm-hmm. So, I wanted to kind of ask you see how that was because it, it's a big issue right now. Um, it, it's just some. It's a. It's an issue in sports medicine that no one can truly avoid. Mm-hmm. You can't avoid it, like at all whatsoever. Like you know, there was um like in uh in hockey. You know, in hockey, they're like, you know, obviously this was a long time ago, but at a random point in time, someone fell at the wrong place at the wrong time, and just the sun, the moon, the stars came together, and someone's skate blade right went Mm -hmm. right across his throat and split his jugular. Yep. Yep. And it's just like, and all anybody sees is this guy in the middle of the ice just like spilling blood, Mm -hmm. like squirting from from his neck, and you're just like... Mm-hmm. Oh well, well it's kind of what happened in this game too. Like not a, that's all you can time. really say about it is, well that just is what it yep. is. The sun, the moon, the stars, and then lightning hit. He's down on one of the biggest games because then this that game determined if, whether the Chiefs could sneak in there in the one or two spots. And there's so many it, the game of this magnitude coming into you know, the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. It is a it, the 
That's why um, Skip Bailey, I don't, are you familiar with that name? Mm-mm. It's like a reporter, kind of like communicator guy with the NFL. Big name. He goes, they should continue this game because it has this big magnitude. Now, he got a lot of shit for that because, you know, someone yeah. almost died, which rightfully so. He should get shit for that. I mean, but it's wild because this happened so perfectly for this to happen, for this medical situation and this culmination to, to happen to this man on a game that is so wildly important. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, technically, the 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 status of of Hamlin is still to be determined. Mm-hmm. They do know – they do have a pulse. They do have – I do know this much. They do have a pulse. They do have, you know, some – some auto – like auto function with him. Uh, however, that being said, he cannot breathe by himself. Yeah. He can't breathe by himself. They – Definitely tubed him on the way to the oh, hospital. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For that. sure. Um, yeah. That dude is currently also in a controlled coma. So, I would say to be determined yeah. still to this day as to whether or not he will survive. A lot of people are out there right now. They're like kind of prep. They're like, I saw a couple of tweets today or maybe it was today or yesterday. They were like, we're kind of just planning to see whether if he's going to make it. Everyone's like checking Twitter, seeing if it's like that's the end. I mean, um, they may have him in a. I mean, he was without oxygen for a very long time. Yeah. He was without oxygen for an extended period of time. Um, I believe it was well over four minutes. Oh, isn't it like a like a minute and a half is like mission critical at that point? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, it's very much mission critical. Um, and because like no one knew what was going on, like he just collapses. You know, obviously, you know, medicals on the field, everything else. But, like, even with medical on the field and them starting CPR, they have to get off all that equipment. And plus, with all the padding, they may not have been able they may not have been able to do proper CPR on the spot, Um, which, you know, granted, however long it took them to get out on there to begin with. That's that that that's where I start seeing like, you know, oh, shit, because they didn't even have him off the field. And if he wasn't breathing that entire time. It's 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 not looking good. It is not looking good. And if I were to put a, a, a guess on how he's doing right now, they have him in a controlled coma. Yeah, and exactly. he's intimated, and he has, and they're trying to determine whether or not he will automatically take to breathing himself and keeping himself in rhythm. I think they probably have him in that kind of critical situation where, like you know. Uh, they try to wake him up, and he's not gonna have the brain function to do that. It's 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 a tragic situation. Yeah, truly, truly so, tragic. I guess switching gears here, what what got you? What was like your first big thing that got you like, all right, I want to be in the medical field. I wanna I want to do something like this. This is something that I want to do for the rest of my life. Something that one that that, that I wanted to be a doctor. I want I love people. I love people. It doesn't matter who you are, where you're from, like, you know, any, any which way. It, it just people are unfathomably interesting in, in every single way, it, cognitively and just just uh, just in their minds, how they operate, uh, especially intricately in, in, you know, their bodies themselves, the systems that we have, just everything, how it all intertwines with itself. It's just so so interesting and and especially with the knowledge that 
we are so rare. We are so rare. So, 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 so rare yeah. that it, it's insane to really think about how genuinely rare we really are. And for us to have the opportunity to evolve past the point of sentience where we can then extend our sentience to even, um, you know, robots, and like, you know, like AI and stuff like that. Just it's incredible how humans just are. And that's where I really came into, um, uh, at first I wanted to be in psych. Uh, I first wanted to be in psych. Um, and, and I really wanted to, uh, be involved in, uh, psychological disorders and neurological disorders. Now the DSM five is wild. Yeah, yeah. It just, it just I I found out very quickly that it wasn't for me, um, because of just simply how messy it can get. Um, because it can like psych is messy. It it is very messy. messy. Very, it is messy. messy. And they and there's also systematic messiness as well. well just taken, with it. Have you taken abnormal psych? Abnormal. Ab- abnormal psych. Yeah. Abnormal yeah. Psych. yeah. yeah. That, that is when I realized how wildly messy mm. everything can be. Well, not even only in the DSM-5, but mm. just along the lines of just every kind of... Like, someone can culminate four different disorders. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Easily. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it's just... It's interesting you say that because yeah. when I took that class, I was like, wow. Yeah. People Psych people can get fucked up. like, But, like, more so, like, it's like, you know, um, we're learning a lot about ourselves at a rapid pace. And we're also learning more about how people can end up to be, yeah. you know, uh, you know, in, you know, situations like the movie, the Joker <laughs> is not very far off, you know, like situations like that is like that. That's real. That, like, I mean, that's even, a situation. Look at, even look at like the, uh, the movie, the beautiful mind mm. or a mm-hmm. beautiful mind. Mm-hmm. You ever see that? I, I've uh, seen um, little clips of it. Yeah. It's basically a movie about like a schizophrenic mm-hmm. who goes full schizo. Yeah. See th- sees things <laughs> goes goes full schizo. he does he does he goes full schizo and he sees things he mm-hmm. realizes that the medicine that they have him on at the time is like messing with his libido messing with his the chemistry in his brain so he can't truly live oh, yeah, that's a whole other situation. so then he goes off of it no one knows he's starting to see things again these these mm-hmm. apparitions quote unquote are coming out mm-hmm. so it is it's a messy um not industry Very but it's, it's just a messy arbitration of things mm-hmm. so yeah, yeah. I, I just I just think that people especially with talking to people uh, like you know uh, you can gauge an entire situation just by walking in a room and saying hello yes. you can you know um, I think um, gaining a relationship with your patients um, truly helps their overall care yeah. because they feel like they know they they know they have someone to talk to even if they don't talk to you in a very nice manner um they could still they could they they if say you know you're in the room with someone who's a paranoid schizophrenic and you gain a relationship with this person while they're there at the hospital if you, there's you and your friend there you and your coworker or whatever in the same room if they're going to freak out you have a higher chance of them not freaking out on you and it's just going to go to them yeah. And, you know, and that's also goes with like self-protection and like, you know, uh, and all that and just using kind of like a verbal verbal judo really yeah. to in order to control situations. I and like that. A to verbal that. judo. Yeah. Th- that's actually a, um, an actual thing. Really? Um, yes. Okay. It, it's a class. It's called verbal verbal judo on how to really um, t- 
to really help patients along in tough situations to also get yourself out of situations um, and also being able to communicate in such a way to where you can get information and still and they don't really know it like there's like um like 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 not really recently but there was like a while ago like there was a there was a patient where you know i was sitting on a one-to-one with you know just sitting with them with you know whatever and all of a sudden like this patient and i'm just talking to them like hey how you doing what's your name my name is james you know it's nice to meet you i'll be sitting with you for a while where are you from how you, like you know where are you from you know, just you know uh, what do you do do you have a job do you you know are, like something just, yeah, just yeah. start conversation i just start i can literally start a conversation with a brick wall and still come out my educated. dad does the same thing as Matt. you can literally talk to a brick wall and be there for hours yeah yeah like it's just conversation is communication is absolutely key in in medicine now, um, have you been in a situation where you needed to verbally judo yourself out of it yeah absolutely uh absolutely i used to work at a children's psychiatric uh facility mm-hmm. um and that was like uh and that's a specialized facility um it was very big uh where basically uh kids can be there for an extended period of time for months even years um <laughs> because of their uh, uh, behavioral disorders or because of just really how uh, they've conducted themselves in, you know, in their home life. Um, and these children have been through such horrible things, like very horrible things. Like, yeah. you, you know, like you, whatever your imagination can conjure up as fucked up is, is probably there, um, which is awful. But, you know, in some of these cases, these, these young minds can't differentiate between individuals Mm. so um there was an instance where i was essentially assaulted um and that's what that's what it's like in the psych field um not where like necessarily provider field but if you're like a, a technician there if you're a technician if you're somebody who's on one of those units who's job is to take care of the day-to-day things for these kids you will experience these situations but this individual uh patient uh young very young he was like 11 couldn't differentiate the difference between me and the supposed police officer who raped his mother oh my god he couldn't differentiate between me apparently i looked some somewhat similar to the individual that looked like him uh, that looked like him so uh, you know um he coming up to me look coming up to me just all nice and smiles you wouldn't you wouldn't have thought a second and all of a sudden just cracked me cracked me good like got a good one on me and then straight up attacked me no Whoa. shit like Whoa. and that's like you know uh, uh that that was a fight or flight response sure that was a fight or flight response. Like, you know, this this child's like amygdala, it was probably the size of a flipping silver dollar. Like it was huge. Like I can guarantee you he has seen insane traumatic uh situations just for him to be for his mind to essentially hallucinate and connect the two together. Yeah. And make a relation to then justify an attack. Oh my god. Yeah. That's dude, like it's like that kind of thing, like you know, in the medical field, and that's what makes medicine as a whole insanely difficult because you always have to be the one who knows. You always have to be the one who's like the higher end. Like I, I'm not gonna 
crack a 11 year old no, back it's smart i'm not gonna punch a kid yeah like you know you, you have to realize the environment you're in you have to understand that you need to know you more than anything now of course in situations of extreme oh high stress because i again it has multiple times have happened to me Jimmy, where you fuck. genuinely need to leave yeah you need to walk off that unit or you're gonna do something real bad yeah. like you are gonna get you are gonna get that pissed because that does that is a human nature function that does happen again i give you guys a lot of credit because someone who works in my field right mm -hmm. <laughs> takes a lot for me just to like you're good you're good um to walk away from certain situations or like dumb customers or just things like that so, like, yeah. like a super situation but to walk away from a patient that i'm trying to care for doing the best that i can to my ability oh, yeah and to be able to go okay i need to walk away now Oh yeah, that's why I've I've ha I've had to do that a couple of times because some of these patients, like these some of these kids, just they know how to get under your skin. They're with you every day. They they know who you are. Yeah. Like you know they know who you are. They 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 put in poking and prodding. They little feelers here and there. Little stuff. You know whatever. And they'll just know what how to, to navigate, do navigate your how to navigate yeah navigate your emotions wow. so that they can get a rise wow. out of you to get what they want wow so that it'll be easier for them to just get what they want instead of that instead of them just saying okay whatever i'll just do it your way they'll do it theirs it's in it, it is it is like very very it, it, it's a very if it's a very real world out there that's wild and in it's our job as a medical provider to understand why they are there. Yeah. And even and no matter, no matter how cognizant they are of whatever is happening to them, no matter how you know old or young they are, you always must know that they are there for a reason. Yeah. They're there for a reason. And you know what? You have every right to walk off the unit. If ever you feel <coughs> like you genuinely sh don't want to handle this patient. That's wild, dude. Yeah. It, it's like, and that's where like, um, and, Again, like that's such a high stress situation. Like you just get randomly cracked by an eleven year old. Like that just just freaking cracks you, dude. Yeah. Like you know, straight little peanut guy. Like like freaking you know, barely barely even five feet tall. You know what I mean? Like you just that that that's scary, dude. Because like especially like with these, and I'm assuming aside from you know that trauma he had with his mom and that cop, it's just. It has to be a lot for that kid to live with every single day. Yeah. Because, you know, for me, looking at the perspective that I'm seeing at is this kid who has these mm -hmm. police officers who he trusts, who you're, well, you're supposed mm -hmm. to trust, these stables of your community, yeah. and they're doing illegal things, especially to that magnitude. Mm -hmm. I mean, if your mother is raped. Like, that's a first responder, and now this person is now threat, will now relate all first responders to that individual. Jesus. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Like wow. they will, they will relate every single person that is within that parameter. Like you know, even ambulances and like you know, EMTs. We're all wearing uniform. Yeah, we're all wearing uniform. So it's like you know, you don't know whether or not. That's what also makes you know, you know, EMTs so 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 important. But even EMTs get these situations where they're they do not know what to do or say or i anything. can't imagine they would yeah like they like i've heard some horror stories on emts uh for sure uh but the one thing i could say is you know as a medical provider you must always be on top of your mental health 
That is first and foremost. I've heard that a lot. I've heard that mental health is absolutely a crisis in healthcare, and that and that has to do with an array of things, really. So, so, but mostly the pressure of the job. I've heard a lot, um, like from like Michaela. Mm. I have uh, a friend who's an EMS. She um, wasn't Reading, but and I'm not exactly sure where she was located now. But um, they always say sometimes you just need that day. Where you yep. just need to just shut the whole world out. Yes. No one's going to hear anything from you. It's over with. It's done. And you just need that day. So um, mm-hmm. how do you hear? I'll take that. Um, how do you, how do you navigate that? That's where, that's kind of where I, like, you know, what we were talking about earlier. Like, you know, um, how you have to have, you know, your mental health days. Wait, where you literally just do nothing. You just do nothing. You Watch a movie. Watch a string of movies. Go play some video games. You want to go outside and go do something? Do that. You want to take an easel and just go to a random tree and draw the tree? Draw the damn tree. You know, like just anything that has anything to, that has like, that nothing to do with your job. Literally nothing to do with it. Do something that you know is a very, it's like a, it's like a coping skill or a coping mechanism or like, you know, something that you know you love to do. That's a very healthy activity that like, you know, you're not like, you know, obviously sleep in, sleep in. It starts with sleeping in, sleep in, you know, turn off all your alarms. Like the first time I did that, uh, when the semester ended and I knew I could, oh man, that 16 hours felt great. Yeah. felt great because your your mind your body it, your, it's all one big system that you yeah. just it needs rest you sure can't, sure you can't always you need just, to recover yeah you need to recover yeah. you're not always going to have a good day you're not always going to be able to sleep a full eight hours you like you know you want to be able to go out and be with your friends and do things that aren't yeah. You know, yeah. your responsibilities that not school, not, you know, mm-hmm. uh, not, no school, no, uh, uh, you know, uh, work, you know, just like you want to just do anything yeah. that has nothing to do with it. It's so just, did you, did you see the movie smile, 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 that the new horror sound, movie kind of come that came out a little bit ago. It sounds familiar. Um, well there was, there was a scene and it has nothing to do with like the movie or anything like that. Um, well I guess it does sort of, but it's this, um, this doctor, she's like works in like a psych work kind of deal situation, and um, she is overworked. She's been there all kinds of hours, all this kind of stuff, and I'm yeah. assuming she's salary because you know they would be watching her hours otherwise. Oh yeah, and she's about to leave. All she's thinking about is work. She goes back into her office and takes that phone call, mm-hmm. and that phone call changes her entire. I mean, it's 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 the big transitioning arc into the movie. Yeah. But I guess my question to you is, does that happen a lot? Yes. Where pe- okay. Yeah. yeah. It, it's it, it's called burnout. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's called burnout, where basically your mind... I'm going to steal this. Yeah, go ahead. You're, you're like, you know, your mind wants to do anything other than what you're doing right now. Like, you know, your mind is saying, ah, like, it's like, it's, it's like, like, your mind is just like screaming. Like, I have been through a lot of burnout situations, like where just like, like the sleeping for 16 hours, that's an entire symptom of burnout where you're just going and going and going, no rest. And, you know, you're going to see a lot of 
changes in yourself where it comes from where like you know you're you're gonna start seeing unhealthy habits unhealthy um habits like you know uh you know like you're trying you can't get up at the right times you're not sleeping you're not gonna sleep a full eight hours like you physically can't do it like you know like you know you can't go to bed at night so you're up at like two in the morning and that creates the cycle even worse you're gonna start like you know um stop going to the gym you're gonna start uh basically uh you're like an autopilot pretty much yeah. like, you know, and also that goes for your mind. Your, your mind isn't been, hasn't been rested in a very long time. You can't, you can't retain information as yeah, well. You can't sure. study as effectively. You can't do homework as fast or like, you know, as well as you know, you should be, you're not going to be able to take that exam properly. You know, you like walking into it like you know the whole thing. You're gonna think you might do, you might do well, but the thing is, is that you're you're pr probably gonna get like a, a D plus or a C minus just simply because of the fact that you haven't retained that information. Sure, you're studying it, you're looking at it, you're doing that all the work, but you're not retaining it, and it's just because your mind is just that tired. Yeah, and, and again, like I've I had that like level of like seizing like my mind like literally seized a couple times where i so physically scary. had to put that shit down and i had to go fuck off <laughs> and do yeah. something else well um, that's good you yeah. can do that because there's a lot of people and like obviously my industry isn't as you know brain intensive but like you know when i'm cooking i'm there for nine hours with my feet and i haven't sat down yet i we just got to rush oh yeah sometimes you just like and like i have a problem doing this but like a lot of the times i've been trying to recently is just mm -hmm. all right everything's fine in here my other coworkers are good. I'm just going to fuck off for five minutes. That's, yeah. that, that is literally what I say. I go, all right, listen, guys, I'm going to fuck off for five minutes. You guys cool? Yeah, no worries, man. Yeah. Dap up. And I just go sit outside, just rip some neck or fucking go on my phone and just sit in the cold outdoors with, with my chef coat on. I'm like, all right, I need to just calm the fuck down. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like don't, don't get me wrong. Burnout is not with just healthcare. It can happen with yeah. any profession at any point it ha to anyone. Yeah. It, it just, you know, if you don't properly regulate your mental health, it's just, I it's have, so I have important. Noticed that. And plus so people important. always like, people don't get it either, especially like in, in our industries, um, more so in mine, like the anger is kind of like not okay but it shows a lot more like mm -hmm. people will get angry you'll yell you'll throw shit yeah. and I've noticed that like because you know how I am you've been around me a lot outside of like everything so you know yeah. how I am I'm pretty level I, I don't really get I don't really get angry almost at all but when I'm there people are like dude you're always so mad I'm like because I'm just I'm just I'm done <laughs> I'm over stupid. and they're like and they're, and they're like why are you always yelling you're always so angry <laughs> I see you walking out of that kitchen like I want to fucking kill her dude it's so bad like, and they all I don't like listen God. and I said to the, like, like the one girl Michaela um She's like, she's like, you're always just so miserable. I'm like, dude, you should see me outside of here. She goes, are you worse? I'm like, no, I'm so drastically different. Mm -hmm. She's like, what? I'm like, dude, you're happy, go lucky. You, yeah, you're well, happy. I'm, I'm so chill outside of this. Like, like someone could slap me. Like, oh, listen, maybe I had a rough day. I understand, but if I'm in, if I'm in the kitchen and you slap me, I'm putting your head through a wall. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, and I'm sure sense. it's the same way at your work. You have to just you, you, you inherently have to be more calm and more cognizant of yeah. your words, your abilities, your 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 level of caring, your level of because yeah. um, because in your field, it and a lot of one of the stories you've been sharing, mm -hmm. it's life or death. For me, as long as it don't, you know, it could be life or death for you or the patient. Which yeah, is that's in, true. I mean, you got insane. clocked by an 11 year old kid. Yeah, I got clocked. Like you know, the, like um. You get these patients where these patients genuinely don't know what the fuck they're saying at all. Yeah. 
whatsoever. Like they're like quite literally, you'll get a patient that has this, like you know, uh, this crazy mindset where they're just like. I'm like, like, like their mind snaps, their mind snaps. Like, you know, uh, like a military man will then say that, you know, oh, uh, I was trained to go to Iraq to go kill the Muslims because they're somehow trying to train me. And that's what's going to turn me gay because they want me to be gay. And you're just like, huh? Like you you just don't know where to start with that. You don't, you have no idea where to even begin with that dumpster fire. You're just like sitting there like, oh, uh, tell me more, man. Like, you know, just, you know, that's what's up be, with that? And then all of a sudden, like, you know, like, and, and that's important. That's like super important because like to you, you know, you know, someone who's, who goes into the military that that's supposedly forced to go into the military to be forced to, you know, learn how to, tr- uh, train and shoot uh, and kill Muslims because of his own individual fear, his or her own individual fear that like, you know, that the the Muslim faith is going to turn them gay and that's their whole objective. Obviously, that's fucking crazy. That's fucking nuts. That's like, that's super out there. That's, you don't even know where to even begin. Yeah. But like to that guy or girl, that made, that shit made sense. That shit clicked. And that's what's, and that's why I brought it at normal psych because yeah, you learn a lot of things with like reuptake. You learn a lot mm-hmm. of things with like with certain SSRIs. These people mm-hmm. truly and honestly believe there's bugs in their skin. Yep. There's there's yep. there's people out there trying to kill them. There's a monster in your closet. Yeah. Like and people believe that, and it's hard for people like us who, in certain regards, excuse me, you are very excused. Thank you. Thank you. People like us, to a certain extent, are pretty normal. Um, I say that lightly. But um, uh. but yeah, I, I don't know. It's just a lot to wrap your head around in a lot of regards. No, oh, yeah, it's like you know, in, in in that sense, like you know, you're with this patient. You need to know what things to avoid and what things you uh, you can talk about and engage. In you know them. what I mean? Like you know, like the scenario just did, just said right now, you wouldn't talk to this guy or girl and say to say to them. Uh, you know, uh, well, I'm Muslim. Like you're, you're not going to do that. You're not going to do that. You're going to sit there and you're going to try to dance around those subjects because if you go out and say something such as that, the the highest chance of them attacking you is there, you know, like the highest chance of them going after you or, or connecting you to their issue is very high. You have to be careful. You know, and you just have to be very careful. People are as as interesting as they are dangerous. And delicate. And delicate. Like, you know, just and I mean, hey, I'm 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 proud to be in a country where, you know, freedom of thought is is encouraged. You know, God bless America and all that fun jazz. Uh, but you know, sometimes, you know, some people can really, can really make you go, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I've seen a lot of that, you know, yeah, yeah. I've seen a lot of that. That's definitely good to end on. We did, uh, we did an hour again, my friend. Oh, nice. Yeah. Let's see. There you go. Look at Th- this was better. This one was so Third much better. No issues. No streamlining. Streamlining. All good. Oh, my friend. Third time's a charm. Third time's a charm. All right, guys. Jimmy Vetschnein. You guys will see him on. I say this to a bunch of my friends that are all going to be on here again. Uh, there's going to be some stuff that I'm, I'm working on. I'm going to figure out logistically how to do it all. Um, and we'll figure that out as we go along. But as I say every week, 
Thank you for listening. Uh, all his tags are going to be up, so if you want to contact him, if you are a big medical professional and want someone like him on your floor, hit him up. All his stuff will pop up right now. Your power of editing, as I say every week. Ah, um, the power of editing. Make sure you guys are tuning in every week, every week at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And mm-hmm. Jimmy, mm-hmm. it was a pleasure, my friend. Very much a pleasure. See you guys later.